It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline Shop. Hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan, where we are joined by Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey original podcast, The Best Football Show, featuring daily breakdowns of all the most exciting moments across the league. I, I like Baldy's breakdowns, by far my favorite. And by the way, I speak on behalf of some of the players. They they love it, too, when uh, he does those breakdowns and you can see him and puts them up and this guy is hot. Baldy, good morning. How you doing? Hey, Joe. Good morning. I, I think I'm going to do one. I was just watching um, some Tua throws here from uh, Thanksgiving. Like, I don't know how – like, you know, one thing, obviously he's been healthy this year, but he's taken a lot less hits. And part of it is, you can't count to two, Joe, and the ball's already out of his Gone. Hands. I mean, even on these deep throws, the ball is released so fast right now. That's a good de- de- defensive front of the Jets. They hit a lot of quarterbacks. They sacked a lot of quarterbacks. They couldn't get near them on Sunday or on Thursday. So it's a, it's a credit to how the offense is functioning right now. Yeah, and he's throwing into holes, and those guys are reading it. And uh, and if we catch him making a little mistake, we throw it over the top from time to time, and, and you're right. No no question about it. Hey, Baldy, speaking of that, uh, the MetLife turf getting ripped by some of the players down here, is it considered to be, and is there anything they can really do with the Northeast and, and growing grass late in the year, or are we stuck with this turf for now? You know, <clears throat> Um, they changed it this year, Joe. It's, it's a brand new turf. I've talked to players about it. Um, they 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 hated it before. It was like um, it, it it just didn't give enough. But you know, to watch Jalen Phillips go down on that was just sickening. Um, you know, we saw Aaron Rodgers go down on the same turf. You know, week one. It, it's uh, it's it. I don't know what the answer is, Joe. Yeah, you know, it's either. multi multi purpose place. They have concerts there and. You know, they do all kinds of other things there. If you put grass down, you might ruin all that. But uh, I don't know what the answer is. They did change it this year, Joe. They put brand-new turf down. They're supposed to alleviate some of the serious injuries that we've seen up there. But obviously, uh, they continue. Bully, um, you know, Tom Brady kind of got it stirred up. And when the GOAT talks, we, we all mm-hmm. listen to hear what he has to say. And some people agreed with some of the stuff and some didn't. One thing I agreed with, there's some bad offenses, and I don't know if there's anything worse. And we played against some really bad offenses this year, some teams that have struggled. I don't know if there's yeah. anything worse than two first downs and three quarters that I saw with the Jets last week. Is that the worst offense we've seen for a while? Yeah. That was terrible, Joe. That wasn't NFL football. I mean, you had to announce it. You had to be there. You had to get through it. But, I mean, I think even the Jets would tell you that they're embarrassed by how they performed and what they did. You know, always always starts up front in the offensive line. But, you know, I mean, <clears throat> Tim Boyle barely started in college, Joe. Like, what are we putting out there? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I know Zach Wilson got benched, and probably rightfully so. But is that the better option to go to Tim Boyle? <clears throat> I mean, you, you can't convert third downs. You can't stay on the field. You, you can't compete. And that was a non-competitive game. Uh, that we had to sit through on on Friday. Yeah, it was uh, it was a rough one. By the way, you ready to play this game? Do we have a franchise quarterback? Uh, I want to ask you, Sam Howell. Dolphins going to face him this week. Uh, what's your take on him? He's thrown for a lot of yards, but he's been sacked fifty five times. 
think he's going to set a record this year, Joe. I mean, <laughs> you got to give him. I mean, you got to you got to at least take your hat off to the kid for just being tough. Nothing seems to phase him. I see him have some really good games this year. I mean, he can throw it, and he knows where to go with the ball. He might have to hold it too long in order to see it, uh, and that's part of it. But they're not very good up front. Um, but they'd help if they could, could run the ball a little bit better or not fall behind so bad. They defensively, obviously, they fired Jack Del Rio. Uh, defensively, you know, they they forced Sam to throw it so much because they're always behind. Right. Uh, and they have been against the Eagles and against the Cowboys. And so that's what they've been forced to do. But uh, I I kind of like the guy. I mean, he's got some moxie to him. There's some toughness to the kid. He, he moves pretty good. Uh, but uh, I don't know the punishment he's taking. You just don't know how long anybody could survive no, you're, taking those kind of hits in this league. Yeah, you're right. By the way, do you think this is more about quarterbacks? I, I, I could go on about Justin Fields and Kenny Pickett and Jordan Love. Is this more about the system they're running, or can all these quarterbacks – I mean, we're going year after year going, well, I've seen it at times, but I'm not sure, and I don't know. We better we better look. I don't know if he's our guy or not. And at some point, do we have to say maybe some of it's coaching? And when I say coaching, could be the system that they're running just doesn't work? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you, Joe. I think they just ask too much. I mean, I see these, you know, these weak side blitzes where they, they just get these free hitters coming to the quarterback and – there's no sight adjust. There's no hot read. Uh, they're just sitting there and taking these, <laughs> taking yeah. these sacks. Everybody's doing it. It kind of like I talked to different quarterbacks around the league, Kurt Warner, whatnot. And to me, like they're not protecting the quarterbacks. They're not giving them an answer when they're sending these overload blitzes at them. And these guys are coming free right at the quarterback. And there's really no place to go with the ball. I don't know what the answer is, but I know that that system doesn't work. And too many teams – are allowing their quarterbacks to get hit like that. So uh, the other one, it's interesting because it happened this week. David Tepper coming out, fires Frank Wright, uh, obviously over Bryce Young and his development. Uh, and, of course, the C.J. Stroud, who's having a great year for the Texans. What's your take on that whole thing? When And, and a lot of people are, are already here saying Bryce Young sucks. He's just going to be a terrible quarterback. What's your take on Bryce Young so far? Well, I'm not ready to, to write him off, but I think there's some things that you could do to help him. Um, he, he is he is small, Joe. Like, he's, size is a factor in this thing. And he just looks small out there. And he doesn't look confident. And so, I think that's what David Tepper saw. He just didn't see a, a confident quarterback. I mean, maybe it's tough to be quarter, you know, confident if you're 1-10 and, and, you know, you're, uh, you know, you're the worst offense in the league. Uh, that's kind of tough to have, like, a swag about you. But, um they, they, you know, they got to find a guy, you know, a coach right now that can get the best out of him. Right. And, but the problem with that, Joe, is if you just go, I don't know, you go and find a guy that has creativity and can do things. Well, what about the other fifty-two guys on the team? Do they matter? Can you lead those guys? Can you give those guys a vision? Right. Um, like I, I, I personally think like Todd Munkin in Baltimore would be really good with Bryce Young. Now I'm not advocating them plucking, you know, the offense coordinator of the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens. But he's doing a great job with with Lamar and with that offense and with young players like Zay Flowers and a rookie running back and Keaton Mitchell. He, he's making it work right now. They're a really good football team. I think he's made a big difference there. So I think there's guys out there, you know, you got to, you know, you really got to go hunt them up. But I think there's guys that can build your quarterback, build your system, and coach 
you know, 53 men in the locker room and, you know, give them a vision. So I, I, they just got to do their work on it right now. Hey, Baldy, I'm glad you said that because you just sound like the coach down here, Mike McDaniel, like I've never seen down here with all the different coaches through the years and what he's doing offensively. Are we going to see more guys from the Shanahan and now McDaniel tree, you think, start to get more of these jobs and the way they treat players, the the culture to that offense that they're running? Yes. Yes. In fact, a, um, a buddy of mine who's in the Steeler organization was told by a pretty prominent defensive coordinator in this league. And he, you know, and my friend has a chance to kind of climb and, you know, maybe become a general manager one day. But he, he told me, he goes, the, the, the defense coordinator said, Joe, if you want, uh, you want a modern day offense, you got to, you got to hit the, the Shanahan McVay, you know, pluck, pluck the guy from that system. You know, you look at Matt LaFleur and Kevin O'Connell, you look at all these guys, Mike McDaniel, like there's something to what they're doing. And it's, it's very, very quarterback friendly. Uh, it's difficult for defenses. Mike is a prime example of it. I was told by, you know, guys years ago about Mike that you want to go turn your team around, just go get Mike McDaniel. He'll, he'll, he'll be at the forefront of the whole thing. And you're watching it, you know, in, in uh, South Florida right now, week in, week out. Yeah, it's uh, it, it has been crazy. By the way, you watch any of the hard knocks in, in season? Have you had a chance to watch any of them? You got too much stuff going on right now. I got too much going on. I, I mean, I'm, I'm here at NFL Films. I know these guys are doing it. But what what was was it the first episode last week? Yeah, uh, yeah, they had second one was was last night. But it's just uh, it's a lot of good stuff. They kind of open up. You yeah. know, the characters on the team. You could guess who who all the guys are, and going through Jalen Phillips' injury to. Yeah. That 99-yard uh, pick six that took place Javon. with Javon Holland was yeah. just a unbelievable play, that kind of stuff. So it's yeah. uh, I think it's been good for business uh, down here. I, as long as you're winning, sure. you know, you're losing, you do it, it, it looks real bad. But it looks like we're prepared for it. We're okay. It's not affecting things. And I think people really like it as they get a, uh, get a chance to, yeah, no, to see it. Yeah, no, it's good. It, it, it opens up the curtains, Joe, see what's going on. I'm going to see – the Dolphins, you know, I'll see you this weekend against Washington, and then I'm doing the Monday night game for Westwood One um, against Tennessee uh, the following week. So I'm going to see you back-to-back weekends. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm friends with some of those guys in the team. Uh, I, I think they're, I think the focus is pretty good. I know Taron Armstrong very well. Like, you know, the cameras are there, and the show is out, and, you know, the microphones are on. But, honestly, I, I think this team is pretty focused. But they got – they got a couple layups coming up here, Joe, and then, you know, it's going to get real fun yeah. the last three weeks of the season against real good competition. Hey, so Bolt. they're going to find a whole lot about themselves, I think, you know, late in December. Yeah, I agree. No, no, you got those last three going to be t- tough games. So, so, Baldy, before I let you go, give, give me your take on what's going on. Ron Rivera let Jack Del Rio go. Now he's calling the defensive uh, plays. Uh, after something like that happens with, with everything, and, and Dallas just chewed them up there in that fourth quarter. I mean, there were yeah, guys well, wide open everywhere. Yeah. You know, I, I, look, I, I, I've known Jack Del Rio a long time, and good friends with Jack. You never know where that, that's coming from. Is that Ron doing that? Is that the owner doing it? You know, where, where's it all coming from? I don't know any of that, Joe. I'm not an investigative reporter. Um, I hate to see guys get fired, but they play way. You know, for their personnel, you, you, you give up. You, you sell off your two best defensive linemen, um, kind of just give them away, actually. Right. And then you, uh, you know, you're playing way too much man coverage. 
um, you know, for a pass rush that's not getting home. And these guys are getting torched out there. You saw it, you know, on Thanksgiving. And, you know, at some point you just got to protect, you know, a guy like Emmanuel Forbes who's a rookie corner. And you just can't let C.D. Lamb just go do whatever he wants to do with all right. the time in the world to do it. It's kind of tough. Well, it only gets worse this week with uh, those two guys coming. And I got to tell you that Tyreek Hill is on a friggin' mission. They might as well put number 2,000 on his back because he's going, he's going after it, man. <laughs> well, I mean, he's, uh, he, he, doesn't, he never gets any slower, Joe. He only no. seems to get faster. And he's having a ball. Like, he just watched that guy pregame. He's out there seeing how far he can throw it, and he's got a smile on his face. He's having a good time doing what he's doing. And, you know, you can't ask for anything more than that. Hey, Baldy, uh, if he goes – we this has popped up here a few times. A lot of people – if he does have more than 2,000 yards of receptions and goes for 18, 19 touchdowns, any chance he could win an MVP? I think so. I mean, it's a, you know, it's usually a quarterback award, yes. and rightfully so. They touch it every down. But if these quarterbacks don't, you know, Mahomes doesn't really have the numbers to get it this year. Uh, maybe, you know, a Brock Purdy or Lamar Jackson can sneak in there. But I think you got to give, uh, you know, you got to have that conversation if Tyreek breaks Calvin Johnson's record and they're uh you know a high seed and they win a lot of games. I mean I think you gotta at least have a conversation about Tyreek breaking that record and doing what he's doing. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. That guy Jalen Hurts in your backyard up there is not bad either. My yeah. God, he is something else. Baldy, thank you, man. Always great talking to you. Appreciate it, man. You take care. Right. I'll see you up in Washington. I'll see you on Sunday, Joe. All take right. care, buddy. Thanks. Right. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL Insider. And make sure to follow the best football show with Brian Baldinger on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcast.